0: This is sacredspacehealing.org That's sacredspacehealing.org In today's podcast we sit with a discourse a discourse on spiritual complacency Let's call to mind the feminists of our time Let's call to mind those that took to streets and marched, holding placards, saying pussy power, saying that they were here to bring an end to the patriarchy and to start to defend the goddess in all of us. Let's call to mind the goddess temples, the goddess meditations, the goddess workshops, the goddess yoga, the goddess clothes, the goddess perfume, the goddess mantras, the goddess and sisterhood circles. Let's call to mind the drumming circles and the mantra circles. Let's call to mind the workshops and the retreats, the sweat lodges and the spirit medicine ceremonies. That's call cool to mind the trips to Peru, the trips to the Amazon, the trips to the Andes, the trips to India. That's called cool to mind the yoga retreats and the Ayurvedic retreats. That's called cool to mind the holistic eating and the holistic movement and the five rhythms dancing and all the other various spiritual practices that we have followed, that we have emulated, that we have stolen, that we have appropriated, that we have paid good money for, that we have witnessed, that we have taken part in, that we have even held ourselves. Let's remember them. And then let's ask where is our spiritual practice in times of need? Where are the feminists and the pussy power placards when pregnant women are giving birth on roadsides and are denied medical care where is our feminism where is our spirituality where is our love and light when babies are dying in ICU through lack of electricity where is our humanity when we place one people above another And we feel the pain of one people above another. And we defend one people above others. The spiritual community, for such, if we can call it a community, has appropriated customs for decades. From the Native Americans, from India, from the Middle East. It has taken yogic practices, mantras, It has taken sacred ceremonies and sweat lodges. It has taken plant medicine ceremonies. It has taken drumming and chanting and things that have come from a long lineage of ancestral knowing and appropriated it and sold it for the quickest buck down the nearest supermarket to anyone who cares to wear a pair of Marla beads around their neck. The spiritual community brings us hot yoga, Bikram yoga. It brings us mantras and chanting and sound healing. It brings us drumming circles and shamanic circles and shamanic dreaming and shamanic yoga. It brings us sweat lodges. It brings us fads in cooking and fads and dieting and fads and spirituality. It sells us chants and spells and makes us promises of changed lives. The spiritual community sits at home nicely meditating, lighting an aromatherapy candle while thousands of people are bombed to bits and does nothing. And Just the other day I read a post on social media where a therapist said, we are not built for continual bombardment of trauma. When we see it in a world scale, it freezes us. We don't know what to do, it's terrifying for us. We must look after ourselves and replenish ourselves. And my response to that was, aw, diddums. Poor you, it must be really difficult to turn on your TV screen and see some dead babies in ICU. How difficult for you to see some pregnant women blown to bits or rubble or blood spattered brickwork in foreign lands with brown people with names you can't pronounce. Quick, turn the TV off, light an aromatherapy candle Do some down dog and put some chanting on and hopefully your trauma will pass. This is spiritual bypassing at its most low, its truly lowest form. The point of spiritual practice is we are love in action. We are rage in action. We are God in action. We use our spiritual practices to make the world a better place, not to tend to our own self-obsessed, self-absorbed wounds. We live in a society that has glamorized victimhood and we compete with each other in order to be the greatest victim. We try and outdo each other on trauma, not even understanding what true trauma really is. Trauma is not missing that class at the gym. Trauma is not breaking up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Trauma is not being misgendered. Trauma is not being able to go to the shops and not get your favourite oat milk. Trauma is not being unable to get a full box of toilet roll during lockdown. Trauma in its truest sense is what we are seeing happening in the world almost regularly. Trauma is losing your home in a landslide in a fire in a flood in an earthquake. Trauma is losing 20, 30 members of your family in a bombing. Trauma is watching your baby die through lack of food Lack of water. Trauma is watching your land be taken away from you. Trauma is being displaced from your homeland. Trauma is no electricity, no water, no fuel, no heating. Trauma is not I broke up with my partner yesterday. Trauma is relative. And trauma does have a tear system. And we are now equating not being able to go to a gym class, breaking up with our boyfriends or girlfriends, being misgendered or experiencing a difficult day at work as trauma and equating it with the same level of trauma as natural disaster, poverty, starvation, rape, abuse, displacement, war. They are not the same things. Spiritual gaslighting, spiritual apathy, spiritual appropriation has made us feel that we are all love and light, that we are all equal and that all our traumas are relevant As thousands and millions have flocked to circles and sat in meditation groups and yoga groups and shamanic circles and other Reiki sharing circles and energy circles and wanted to delve deep and find some trauma that they can share, that others can nod and moan and sigh to and say, poor you, that must have been awful. It has made us want to be victims. And because of this, we have failed now to recognise the true victims who are suffering in our world. It has hardened our hearts to true suffering because we're so wrapped up in our own inconveniences. If we are able to turn on the tap and there is running water, if we are able to heat ourselves, to cook food, to shower, to bathe, if we are able to walk, to see, to speak, if we are able to enjoy things in life, we are not traumatized, victimized beings. We are incredibly lucky because there are millions that are not experiencing those joys. Yes, there are things in our life that make life uncomfortable. Yes, it is awful when we break up with partners. Yes, it is distressing to be misgendered. Of course it is. Yes, it's upsetting to have a bad day at work, to have your boss shout at you, to get stuck in a traffic jam, to worry about bills. Yes, yes, it is troubling to worry about our body image, the weight that we've put on, the weight that we can't put on. Yes, of course, but these are the trials of being a human being. This is called living. This is called the human experience. This is why we came to planet Earth, to experience these emotions. They do not equate with the extreme, disastrous, painful, torturous things that millions are enduring and have endured around the world. Why are we heart dead, mind dead, brain dead, blind, deaf to the cries of some and not of others? Why do we take to the streets with placards saying pussy power, saying that we're all for feminism? But we don't do that for certain women. We don't do that for certain ethnicities. We don't do that for certain races or religions. Why are we happy to appropriate customs and foods and traditions and music and language and clothes and makeup from certain parts of the world. But when those parts of the world are being bombed to bits, we don't care. Why? Educate yourself, read books, not the internet, not quick searches, not AI chats, read books, research history. Research the lineage of the customs that you appropriate. Look at the things in your life that feel unfair and compare them to greater injustices in the world. We cannot remain heart dead. We cannot remain blind and deaf. For in so doing, we are destroying the very world in which we wish to exist. We cannot have happiness in our lives whilst we allow others to suffer. We cannot. If we are able to turn off our television screens and turn the page on our newspapers and press delete to news stories that simply do not concern us because they are about people that we cannot relate to, And we have no place being in this world. Who is your spirituality for? What is it for? Because when we pass. Whether you believe in a God or not. We all have to answer for our actions. And our life. Whether we do this figuratively. Or we do it actually. There will always be a reckoning. There will always be an accountability. Can you say. That if today was your last day on earth, you did all you could to make the world a better place. Did you show compassion for those who were suffering? Whether they were of a different class, a different colour, a different race or a different sex. What did you stand for? What use was your spiritual appropriation? What use were your workshops? What use was any of it if it did not make a change in the world? If it did not help those in need? Trauma is not breaking up with your partner. Trauma is not having a bad day at work. These are the difficulties of life. Trauma is something that alters us forever. Trauma is life-changing. It is something we have no control over. As in the event was so huge, was so heinous, was so beyond our control that it traumatized us. Trauma is not getting a bad haircut at the hairdresser's. trauma is not not getting that raise at work or getting that job that we wanted trauma is displacement trauma is war trauma is natural disaster trauma is the annihilation of your people and the annihilation of your land and right now we are watching the annihilation of peoples and lands and doing nothing and whether this podcast is listened to now in 2013 or in years to come, the message will remain the same. Over 10 years ago, there was an annihilation of a peoples and a land that is happening again. There are annihilations of people happening every single day. There are people being tortured every single day for no other reason then they have the wrong name, the wrong skin colour, the wrong religion. For no other reason than they fit a political narrative. And we remain heart dead, blind and deaf to these injustices. But we take to the streets and wear black armbands and shout pussy power for what? We sit in circles and chant mantras for what? Your mala beads won't bring peace into the world. You have to actively get out there and initiate change in the world. Jesus didn't sit at home, lighting an aromatherapy candle and chanting for peace. He went out there and he did what was unpopular, but what he knew was right in the face of great opposition. He is our greatest inspiration because he put himself on the line for what he believed in. Our spiritual circles and communities these days, our spiritual leaders, if you can call them leaders, do not put themselves on the line for anything. In fact, time will show that these so-called spiritual leaders have actually been fakes and cons for a very long time. The truth will be revealed to us and many will not be able to accept that truth because what it shows us What we should have remembered and recalled the whole time is that the kingdom of God is within us and we all have the capacity and the capability to be God. Not demigods, not witches and warlocks casting spells in order to have our way in the world, to manifest this, that and the other, to create love spells. This is an aberration, an abomination of a sacred way of being. The kingdom of God lies within because with the kingdom of God, we act selflessly, not selfishly. We have taken that premise and made it about the spells and witchcraft and casting, about manifestation about grabbing. People go to spiritual circles so they can make their lives better, not so they can make the world better. If we believe in God's spirit universe, if we believe in a higher power, if we believe in angels and archangels and so forth, these beings, these entities, this power doesn't do things in the world for themselves. They do it to make the world a better place. Is your spiritual practice making the world a better place? Or is it simply for your own ego, for your own gain? Are you doing it out of jealousy, competitiveness, boredom, insecurity, sadness, loneliness, confusion? Or are you truly walking the path of service? For very few do. Spiritual complacency, is a sickness and it must be rooted out. Where in your life is there spiritual complacency? Where are you using your spiritual practices to make the world a better place? And where are you using your spiritual practices simply for end game? Who doesn't feature on your spiritual Richter scale? Who will you never pray for, never feel sorry for? never have empathy for. Who have you closed your heart to? Whether it's a sexuality, a race, a religion, a people. Who and why? Because as long as that hatred lies in your heart, there can be no true spirituality. Christ sat with those that society shunned. Christ healed those that society rejected. Christ stood up for what he believed in, knowing that his words would destroy him and his life and hurt his loved ones. For he followed a sacred path, nothing that he did was for self gain, notoriety, likes, Follows money. He wasn't casting love spells. He wasn't casting money spells. He wasn't casting manifestation spells. For self gain. He was trying to educate. Illuminate. Heal. Elevate. The world. He died trying to do that. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. We still do not know what we do. And we still are just as asleep as we were at the time of Christ. What will it take to open our eyes to how deluded we truly are? The massacre that is happening right now in the Middle East... The massacre that is happening will be the biggest stain on our world conscience in years to come. Every single individual that remains silent in the face of brutality is a failed individual. And every single so-called spiritual guru, so-called yogi, who remains silent in the face of brutality and the face of death and destruction is a failure, is a hypocrite, needs to bow their heads in shame. Where do you sit on that scale? Where is your spirituality? Where is your spirituality in action? What are you doing? To make the world a better, safer place. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Until the next time.